0: This talk was recorded by Canvas Outreach Minneapolis, the College Ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church as a part of the 2021 Summer Training Project. For more information on Summer Training Project or Campus Outreach Minneapolis, visit cominneapolis.org. All right, um, we're gonna pray quick and then dive right on in. So dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for this morning the cinnamon rolls and orange juice and for taste buds that can uh, taste these things um, and see just a little bit of um, the joy that you have for us uh, on this earth and even more so in heaven uh, through that and I just thank you for your word and um, truly the unlimited accessibility that we have um, in this room with our phones and uh, just being um, uh, in a country where uh, the Bible is easily accessed, and I just pray that we will um, go a little bit more closer to you um, and in love with your word and with you uh, this morning and the rest of our time here this summer. In your name we pray. Amen. Um, so we have meditation and memorization. You can hit the next slide. And so this verse right here, Joshua 1.8, you guys will have memorized by the end of the talk today, so that's pretty exciting. Uh Go ahead. Anyone have it memorized right now? Just by that brief little. Sam's got it from earlier. Awesome. Um, so yeah, what is memori- uh, meditation? We're going to start with that, what is meditation? Um, and so you can go to the next one. In um, the 2018 definition, I uh, got inspired by Sam and um, did the 2018 definition from uh, Merriam-Webster. I think that's what it is. And then uh, the 1828 is coming in a bit. but. Uh, the modern one is just to engage in contemplation or reflection, um, pretty standard. Um, and then, are these even up here? Yeah, awesome. Um, also, shout out to Lexi for making my slides for today's talk and my last talk. If <laughs> they're me and technology do not get along, so it's great that she was able to do that. Um, so there's the 2018, and then if you want to go to the 1828. Um, so to dwell on anything in thought, to contemplate, to study, to turn, or to revolve any subject in the mind. Um, so a little bit more sophisticated, and you can kind of see um, hints at uh, spirituality, and then they even have, um, I do think it is pretty cool, like in the dictionary way back then. Um, They uh, cited Psalm 1, which I will be citing here in just a little bit. Um, So, this talk honestly is something that I was convicted of coming into uh, this when I was told that this is one of the uh, topics I would be talking on because personally I do not have uh, very many Bible verses memorized at all. Um, But there's this artist named John Bellion, uh, and I literally have like every single song. You could give me a line in the middle of any song from any of his five albums, and I would be able to probably finish the song. So, um, yeah, it was just convicting of me, like, if I, um, even just uh, a couple mornings ago we read in Philippians, uh, like, what gods, um, I think it said their belly was their god, uh, when talking to um, false Christians in the church, and it was convicting of me of, like, what gods do I have in my life, um, and do I put uh, music or just things of this earth above uh, the word of God. So, um, yeah, I think you can flip to the next one here. And yeah, so this is kind of my uh, combination statement of medita- meditation with memorization. allows us to dwell on, study, contemplate, and reflect on God's word as we engrave it in our minds and our hearts, seeing it transform our lives. Um, so, um, yeah, Psalm one is the um, first verse that we're going to look at, and I'm going to first read it from the NLT. Do we have it up there? Yeah, that's the ESV. I'm going to quickly read the MLT and then we can go over the ESV. So, all the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. And then you can see here, uh, you can go back to that one real quick. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in... Uh, the Lord and on His law He meditates day and night, and so we're kind of just going to dive in on why um, that is important. Um, but first, Josh Porter was the the guy who um, spoke at John Mark Comer's church, and that was the pastor who kind of all of these uh, uh, personal worship talks have been based off of his church um, in a message series that he did out in Portland. Um, shout out Peter and Josh. Um, so, yeah, this is not a yoga or essential oils type of meditation, he's saying, but a focused reader who intends to fill their thinking and feeling with profound truth woven into the Bible's complex stories. Um, and I think that's kind of important. Like, we're not just supposed to, like, read it and then sit in silence. And if that's what, like, works for you and that's how you engage with the Spirit in, in God's Word, that's awesome, but it's not necessarily something where you have to, like, you know, have a little metal bowl in the background, um, and really get in the zone, but it's more so um, just an intentional thinking and feeling of, okay, what is this Bible saying, and how can I apply these complex stories to my life uh, today? Um, and then as we see in Psalm 1, it's a day and night. It's not a one-time thing. Alright, we meditated, now we're good for a month. It's just a constant, lifelong uh, journey of meditating on the Scriptures. Um, so you can go to the why Awesome. And the first stories that we're going to look at, as almost every talk has, has been Genesis 3 and then Genesis 4. So it's two examples of humans that uh, were given commands and then made mistakes. Um, So Adam and Eve, we obviously know that one with the fall. Uh, And then shortly following that in Genesis 4, we get the story of Cain and Abel. Um, And when you first read it, it is pretty confusing. It's kind of like, all right, Cain gets upset that God wasn't happy with his meat sacrifice and he was jealous, and then two verses later he kills his brother. Like, how do we get from jealousy to um, killing your brother? Um, And there uh, isn't really a lot of explanation within the Scripture, uh, but Josh Porter kind of goes in and says that um, through the ideal reader, that's what he calls a Psalm 1 uh, reader, is the ideal reader who meditates on the law day and night. Nice. is, uh, uh, yeah, through being an ideal reader, we can kind of start to tie in these stories. um, And we'll show a couple more stories, and then I'll show how uh, Jesus um, meditated on these Old Testament stories from Genesis 3 and 4. And then the next one is Deuteronomy 8. um, And I'll read a little bit of that one here. Uh, But so Deuteronomy 8 is... um, So Moses talking to the Israelites... And he says be careful to obey all the commands I am giving you today then you will live and multiply and you will enter and occupy the land of the Lord the land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for those 40 years humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Yet he humbled you by letting you go, hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did not teach you that people did not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. For all these 40 years, your clothes didn't wear out and your feet didn't blister or swell. Think about it. Just as a parent disciplines a child, the Lord your God disciplines you um, for your own good. So obey the commands of the Lord your God by walking in his ways and fearing him. And then it kind of, you know, just continues as Moses is telling uh, the Israelites before they go into the promised land, you know, remember uh, your ancestors and the mistakes uh, that they made and the punishment that you had from that. Um, and, yeah, just remember the book of the law. And then uh, these parallels are drawn by reader inferences. Um Uh, through the ideal reader, again, the Psalm 1 reader, and these inferences um, allow us uh, in modern day life to kind of connect to uh, Old Testament people, because we don't, um, I don't think anyone in this room has committed murder, but we have um, had jealousy in our heart, and so when we learn uh, the disciplines, um, or the dangers, I should say, of being jealous and how that can uh, lead to sin, that can help us be uh, wary of that. So Um, I thought it was pretty, I like lucked out with this, the two sermons um, that I um, listened to to write these talks, the the verses that they based them off of was Matthew 4, and that was the verse that I read last time, Um, and then in a little bit, um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Lectio Divina, um, which was the reading that I did, and that's how they recommend to meditate, um, and I had no idea on that, so that's cool. Um, But so we remember from Matthew 4, um, a very familiar story to us of... Uh, Jesus being tempted and he calls out multiple times on the scriptures um, and says, you know, man shall not live on bread alone um, and all that good stuff. And that was because Jesus was uh, the ideal Psalm 1 reader when he was alive. He had uh, the Old Testament uh, most likely memorized um, as a rabbi. Um, And so uh, he was formed by the Bible's wisdom and he pulled from it in a time of temptation. Um, Jesus knew the mistakes and the shortcomings of those who came before him, through Adam, through Cain, um, and through the nation of Israel and so many others. Uh, but he remained perfect through that because he had uh, the law woven in his heart. Um, Bethany Allen um, has a quote, she also did a sermon with uh, John Mark Comer's church, and her quote is, for Jesus, scripture was not as much a tool, but an instrument, or a tool, instrument, or weapon as it was a part of how he viewed and interacted with both God and the world. As apprentices of Jesus, if we want to live into the fullness of the kingdom and what God is doing in and around us, we too must be people who know and have the scripture in us. Um, and I think, yeah, that's just pretty uh, powerful to know um, and to hear that that Jesus didn't necessarily use it as like an argument winner um, or anything like that. Um, you can go to the next slide. I want to see where, where I'm at on this. Yeah, so there's Bethany Allen's quote and then the next one. Yeah, um, so tying back into my talk uh, from a couple of weeks ago on the Bible um, and that obviously we're talking about memorizing and meditating on the scriptures. so these are some core things that I want you guys um, to remember is that the Bible um, is designed to be read slowly at times um, and you can kind of, yeah, scroll through these and then it's also designed to be a day and night for a lifetime type thing it is a lifelong journey it's not something that we're gonna perfect in the summer in four years um, at a Christian college or at a d-group but something that we need to constantly be practicing throughout our whole lives Um, and it shapes us into a powerful tree so that's in reference to the later verses of Psalm 1 um, where it says uh, those who meditate on the law become uh, like a tree planted by living waters Um, And I think there's one more. Yeah. Uh, The Bible is not like a strict rule book or an argument winner. Um, And so if you remember from a couple weeks ago, um, yeah, just the idea of it's meant to be wrestled with personally, but respectfully too, and not something that you are constantly just pulling out, fact check, this is what it says, that's how it is. Um, Yeah, just wanted to touch on that. And then uh, before we get into... Um, the Memorizing and Reflecting uh, Through Lectio Divina, um, I had to quote John Bellion here. I don't think I have the lyric on there. Perfect. So I can just read this off. So here he has um, a really dope song called Ma's Joint where he um, wrote it to his mother uh, talking about her struggles um, of her mom having dementia, so his grandma having dementia. Uh, and one of the lines in it is conversations with the devil and he's telling me what's the point in making memories if you can't even find them when you're 70 conversations with the father and he's telling me that there's a point in making memories because they'll be even sweeter when we're heavenly Um, and my kind of twist on that is there's a point uh, to having memory verses because they will help us get to the heavenly so here he was uh, referencing um, dementia and earthly memories um, but Um, yeah, just that idea that um, memorizing scripture, meditating on scripture, having it in our hearts uh, will get us uh, closer to God. So, the how here, is that pulled up? Sweet. Lectio Divina. I think I've said that right. Lexi pointed out, and it's still wrong here in my notes. I spelled it like three different ways each time. Um, But what it is, is it's a means with meeting with God and the way that Josh Porter kind of laid it out as you prepare and so that's um, as simple as like just kind of taking time, um, removing yourself from a busy schedule so it is supposed to be a longer schedule, probably something um, you won't be able to do every day especially down here but you uh, prepare by kind of quieting yourself, uh, getting away from distractions and then you read slowly. the passage that you choose to go over they really rec- recommend doing psalms or uh, like we did two weeks ago any story um, of Jesus is obviously a great thing to reflect on and learn from um, and then you reflect is the second step or third step fourth step is to respond by reading again but in this uh, reading instead of uh, just focusing on the broader terms you read it out loud again and you look uh, for ways where you can personally respond to it so um, in the instance of like reading uh, Matthew 4 um, and you are deciding to like fast this summer, you can then reflect on Jesus fasted 40 days 40 nights, the devil tempted him by saying turn this rock into bread and eat Um, and Jesus um, knew the scriptures and said no man cannot live on bread alone so maybe look Uh, yeah just in whatever the passage is, a psalm or um, a story of Jesus or some other verse, look for ways where you can um, accurately apply that to your personal life and where you're at right now. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. That's pretty uh, pretty basic overview of meditation and memorization. I hope that you guys all can see like the importance of um, meditating on the scriptures um, as believers. There's, it's something that we uh, should want to do. I know it's something that I. Um, In looking forward to doing more, I've always used the excuse of I'm in school, even though I was never really an academic uh, student. Um, But it was a good excuse when I had it, and I don't have that anymore. So um, now I hope to apply that in my life. Is it John 15, Lex? Is that what we're... Lex said we're going to memorize John 15 together, but she already had like a five verse head start on that. So. I'll get there, I'll get back to you on that, and it it will be good, it will be good. Um, But now all of us are going to memorize Joshua 1.8. And so you can go to the workshop and the repetition. Um, And so this may seem annoying. We did this two summers ago, I think, um, Zach Simmons was the one who led it, and he, if he's back down here for return training and memorization is something you wanna get into, talk to Zach, because that guy literally has like, basically, Half the New Testament memorized. He has what he calls his core verses, and it's like 25, and it's not verses, it's core passages. And he has like 25 passages that are, you know, anywhere from 5 to 20 verses, and that's just like engraved in him, and he can pull them out, um, and it's really sweet. But um, throughout this summer, you've heard both Paige and Lexi share uh, Jeremiah 2.12 and 13. Uh, the broken cisterns he wrote. Um, that good stuff and that was memorized by this process that we're about to go through here and you guys they memorize, or still remember it two years later um, and my hope is that all of us will have Joshua 1-8 um, memorized here uh, by the end of the day or by the end of uh, maybe the weekend if you're um, a little slower like I am um, and you'll see when uh, the verse pops up here you can pop it up George um, so we'll read the verse ten times out loud together um, you will write the verse out 10 times. If you don't have a notebook with you, you will type it out 10 times. If you don't have a cell phone or a notebook with you um, and you woke up five minutes ago, then you can go back to bed. Um, and then uh, you will say the verse out loud as much as you can with memory uh, to just the people sitting next to you. So the first part will be all together. Um, and then we'll go into, honestly, probably at least five, six, seven minutes. Um, Uh, Writing out the verse, um, slowly saying the words to yourself as you're writing them out uh, or typing them out. And then um, when the person next to you or behind you is ready to go, you guys can kind of break off um, and go back and forth where each of you will say it ten times uh, to one another um, or in the small group. Thank you for listening to this message from the 2021 Summer Training Project, hosted by Campus Outreach Minneapolis, the college ministry of Bethlehem Baptist Church. Please feel free to share this message with others, but please don't charge, edit, or alter the content in any way without the written permission of Campus Outreach Minneapolis.